Welcome to FedScoop's podcast series on IT transformation in government, brought to you today by VMware. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we'll explore the findings of a new study on IT and government workforce productivity and how virtualized workspaces could boost workers' productivity. My guest today is Robert Rulis, Vice President of End-User Computing at VMware. Robert has been in the technology industry for many years with a variety of leading firms, including IBM, BEA, and Oracle, before joining VMware in 2009. Uh, Robert, welcome to the program. Thanks, Wyatt. I'm glad to be on with you. Great. So let's get started. We found some interesting new facts in a new FedScoop study we released July 13th. The study suggests that the federal government workforce could see a meaningful boost in productivity if we could reduce the IT friction government employees experience, and we explored what some of those sources of friction were. Perhaps the most significant finding in the study, half of government technology users believe they could gain four or more hours of productivity per week per person if they had access to a standardized, secure, virtual digital workspace. The study also found that government IT users report twice as much friction as their industry counterparts when using desktops and laptops and a similar, slightly smaller percent, 25 to 33%, reported having more friction than their industry counterparts when using smartphones and tablets. And finally, uh, we found that government IT users said that their primary source of IT friction had to do with work-issued devices that either don't support the applications they need for work or that they had difficulty trying to get access to or using those apps that they need to do their work. There's many other findings in the study, and we have more of that at fedscoop.com. But, Robert, I know you've had a chance to delve into some of these findings as VMware has helped underwrite this study, as well as being a leader in this area. Uh, Tell us what struck you about the findings in this report. Thanks, Wyatt. I think the three things that really stood out for me, the first is over half of the people surveyed use personal devices to do their job many times without management actually approving those devices. The second piece is that a significant number of IT-provided assets are being used for less than two hours. To me, that just seems like an awful lot of investment in, in assets that are not being utilized. And the third is, is shouldn't have really been a surprise to me, but it was in terms of access, right? But the third piece was the security exposures with the use of those personal devices You talked earlier about the difficulty users have in getting access to their applications, but the irony is that they can easily get access to email with classified and sometimes confidential information with ease, right? And that's kind of the piece that really surprised me. That last piece is how easy it was to get access to that email, yet apps that are supposed to work on the devices are not working on those devices. You mentioned about the limited number of hours that they're using some of these work-issued devices. Just to qualify that, uh, we found in many cases the desktops and laptops that were issued at work, they're barely on an hour a day, suggesting they're not taking advantage of a lot of assets the government has paid for, and that theoretically using more mobile devices would give them you know, just more flexibility, and it's probably what they're gravitating to anyway. We have more of that in the study, but talk a little bit this application issues that we identify. Government users in the study reported that application-related issues most often were the source of friction that hinders their productivity. And the question for you is, why do you think application-related issues are such a problem for government, and 
How does virtualization help address them? Yeah, thanks, Wyatt. And, you know, quite frankly, I think that part of the reason the users are using that the company or government-issued devices so infrequently is because they can't execute those applications. They can't run the applications that they need to do their job. And I think the, the, if, if you think about it, I think it stems from the reality of the way IT is providing those applications. They, they provide access to that, the applications one device at a time. And if you think of the proliferation of devices, quite frankly, IT budgets haven't really been growing much. Uh, they've been using niche products or point products to make sure that the applications are working on one device. And with the proliferation of the new OSs that are out there and devices that are out there, I don't think IT can keep up with that. Uh, and I think that's the main issue that IT has right now is just keeping track of all the devices, all the users, and all the apps that need to work. Uh, and they just can't handle it anymore. I'd like to ask you another question. Government users in the study reported a variety of application-related issues that were most often a source of friction that hinders their productivity. I'd like to know your thoughts on why are application-related issues such a problem for government, and how does virtualization address them? Great question, Wyatt. You know, quite frankly, I think this may be the reason users are using personal devices to do their work. The issue is that IT can't keep track with all the devices, all the users, and all the apps they're trying to give the users access to. They're doing this manually with point products and a device-centric perspective. Quite frankly, we believe there's a better way of doing this. We think it's more of a user-centric perspective. It helps you move from a device-centric perspective where you're putting applications on devices to a user-centric perspective where you're putting applications on a digital workspace where the users can go to that digital workspace and get access to their applications independent of the devices. What that involves is taking advantage of virtualization technologies that we've had in the data center and bringing those out to the user. More importantly, we believe that you can do this with a platform like Workspace ONE, which will allow you to deliver applications to the users independent of the physical device. What we do is we marry unified endpoint management or device management together with applications management, identity, and security to provide access to those applications to the user. It's very strong management, a lot of policy, and it really gives IT the ability to abstract themselves from managing physical devices to managing applications that a user needs access to. Let's talk a little bit about a related issue of friction. We heard that network issues like network speeds, latency, and reliability were also a factor in slowing government workers' productivity. How does virtualization address network issues? Sure. We have found that government employees do have more issues with network access speeds and lack of Wi-Fi capability, as well as Wi-Fi reliability. Virtualization helps by reducing the data that's sent over the network because the data and the servers and the desktops reside inside the data center. They physically are in the data center in the same location, so you don't have to transfer files or data and the applications across the network, and that reduces the workload on the network quite a bit. The second thing that we do is we have multiple protocols that adapt to the network environment based on what the user is doing, and that also provides much much better availability of the systems that the users need. That makes a lot of sense, and I imagine for many government agencies with remote workers where broadband connections aren't as reliable, that could really be a big help in terms of being able to just access data next to the application right at the data center where both are co-located. Is that right? Exactly. That's precise. 
Can you also share a little of your perspective on the security issues related to that? So if we have a virtualized workspace in a data center and the, the data is also there, does that also improve security? Absolutely. I, rather than having data and email on uh, personal devices as well as government-issued devices, if the device walks away or if someone takes a device, you still have data on that particular device. By putting things inside the data center, you improve your security posture in that everything is in the data center and everything is controlled, and you provide more of a controlled access to that data so that only the people that need to have access to that data have access to it, and you've got audit trails on that and everything else. But more importantly, if nothing's on the physical device, if the device is lost, you don't have a security exposure with that, and everything is in the data center. Well, lastly, we also found in the study that government IT managers who we surveyed, in addition to government IT users, that those IT managers basically said they get the value of virtualization. They're just not always as successful in getting it into their agencies. What tips or advice can you offer them and IT workers in general to help demonstrate the value of virtualized workspaces so that it might speed up the adoption in government? It's a great question, and I I meet with a lot of CIOs and a lot of IT managers pretty much every week in the role that I'm working on. The first thing I'd say is I think we need to have a dialogue about the technology that's there. There's absolutely fantastic technology that's available to be able to deliver a digital workspace. And by digital workspace, I mean bringing in application virtualization, desktop virtualization, data security management and policies to be able to provide a robust digital workspace that a user can access from any device and access any application from any location with the appropriate level of security. What I would recommend is that they have that dialogue and get with VMware, get with your VMware partner to talk about what the capabilities are. The second thing I would recommend is that you take a handful of users, take a department, take a division, take a group of users that are ready for a PC refresh or a device refresh. And instead of doing that PC refresh, I'd advise that you look at a pilot around Workspace ONE and look at bringing that digital workspace to your users and delivering virtual desktops and virtual apps to your users with unified access with Workspace ONE. And look at a project like that. Think of 1,000, 2,000, 10,000 users and launch something like that. We've seen a lot of customers move towards that, and they're finding a tremendous amount of success. The feedback from the users is they love the remote access. They love the anytime access to their applications. They love to be able to use whatever device they want to use, whatever they're comfortable with. And it's been a great experience from that perspective. Well, thank you, Robert. I I appreciate that. I'd like to explore that a little further, but I'm afraid that's all we have time for. But I'd like to thank you uh, for joining us today and thank VMware for making today's episode possible. If you'd like to find out more about this study, just use a search engine and type in fedscoop.com and workforce productivity, and you'll find a story about how virtualization could improve government productivity in a story that we published July 13th. Look for more of our coverage on IT transformation at fedscoop.com. This is Wyatt Cash, your host. Thanks for tuning in.